Oh, sorry, we don't have a theme song today. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Talking Games podcast. Uh, my name is Justin Townsend. I am joined by Miss Jackie Turner. Hello. Behind the control board, Mr. Bobby North. Hello. So it's his fault we don't have a theme oh, song. Yeah. Yes, yes, we have. broken. Send all your hate mail to <laughs> at Justin. Yes. Uh, we're working with a new computer today. Bobby's doing the board for the first time. And uh, we did not have a theme song in the Dropbox. So we are theme songless tonight, which is fine because it is super long to begin with. Give yes. Give dubstep. No. It's a little scary being left to our own devices, right? I've gone through this multiple times with people learning the board. I just need to buy a laptop. Oh, I really need to do that. I haven't. I just pretend I don't know how to do anything. And then no it's one shows band. me anything. That is then... your role on the show. Absolutely. Jackie, Again, would, Jackie, what did you play this. this week? Absolutely nothing. All right. <laughs> fantastic. Let's go. I know. I've said this before. If you, you know, no accountability, no responsibility means no accountability. See, that is my, that's the whole reason I don't have our Twitter password. Because then I can't get blamed for anything that goes on the Twitter account. I'm just going to cut her off here before she starts <laughs> saying things you'll regret later. <laughs> it's true. It's a good theory in life. Well, let's start off the show how we always do it and talk about what we did over the last week. I will start because I can't remember anything I did over the last week. <laughs> Sounds about uh, Which leads me to believe it was a whole lot of nothing. I did play some games, which we'll get into later. Although oh. I do know that you... Miss yes. Turner yes. went out and celebrated a birthday. I did. Oh, yes. yeah. With actually Bob over here. Yep. Yeah. It was very times. funny. I went for dinner with my best friend and her family, which I didn't realize was happening. Um, had a nice dinner. And then Jay drove us into Patchog and said, I'm going to drop you outside and you have to just like go in. Tuck and roll. Uh, yeah. Well, he basically drove up one road, then turned the wrong direction. So he dropped me off like half a mile from where I was, I was supposed <laughs> to go. So I had to walk back. But when I got there, there were a few friends, including Bob here and Mr. Man Cave himself, Jeff Schaefer. So I had, yeah, some nice drinks. Got a little drunk. As you? normal. <laughs> yeah. Then we played, uh, what was that horrible game they tried making us play? Oh, something to do with like balancing like things on a bottle yeah it was a bottle with a little plate and you got these chips and you had to keep putting the chips down and stacking them out it's like the crappiest game ever especially if you're drunk like your hands are not the steadiest Yeah, exactly it turns into quite a chore so we didn't like that but i pretty much just stacked it all right dead center i just kept on putting it one on top of the other yeah it's kind of fun (laughs) but after a while i was like oh god this again so yeah we just carried on drinking at that point you will complain about anything i will it's a it's a you know, I'd like to say a character trait stroke flaw. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Absolutely. But you had a good time, it's though? It's an effect. Yeah, it was fun. I was wanted good. to make it down there, but... Children. Yeah. Yeah. That's they pretty are. much my excuse for anything now. <laughs> exactly. Which is kind of nice, because there are times where it's like, I'm so tired, I don't want to go out. And I'll be like, I got kids. Like, I yeah, just got to chill, chill out at home. Yeah, can't do anything. But that I didn't really try and get to, and it just did not happen. Yeah, we had fun, though. It's nice. I didn't want to like celebrate my birthday at all. I was like, I'll give a J for the whole week. He's like, but I have something planned. I'm Turning like, thirty is not that bad. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Are you gonna say what you got? What did I get from Jay? Oh yeah, yeah. It's been this thing for like the last year. Anything I get from Jay actually came from Justin. Like Jay texts <laughs> Justin and says, not- "What does Jackie want for Valentine's Day, birthday, Christmas, whatever it happens to be?" That's a proxy buy. That's it, an yeah, exaggeration. Mother's Day. I got The Witcher. Like this time, I got. Um, I don't think I had anything to do with The yeah, Witcher. Witcher. Okay, but a lot of things. I think it's only been twice this has happened. Christmas, the Xbox One. Okay, the, well that uh, was Sunset Overdrive Edition with the white controller. That was Justin. There you go. <laughs> what did you get? 
Um, I got Star Wars Battlefront pre-order. Yeah. Nice. Which is awesome. But like next time I'm going to like text Justin and say, I'd really like, like diamond earrings. And then he can suggest that to Jay. And that would be awesome. I think the reason that Jay comes and asks me what to get you is because he doesn't know anything about gaming. It's true. If it was other stuff, I'm sure he would be, you know, totally fine. But like, he doesn't know what games are coming out in the next couple of months. That's kind of where I come into play. Yes. It's handy. So it's fun. I'm looking forward to playing it. He actually, Justin texted me afterwards and said, now I can shoot you with, now I can shoot you with stupid uh, lightsabers. Which doesn't make any sense. I said lasers. Did you? Yes. Did That'd you? be awesome. Yes, I said lasers. I don't know where you're getting lightsabers from. <laughs> I, I, I know you gun. don't shoot I lightsabers. No, no, no. I, think I, 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 I must have read it wrong. Those. Yeah, that'd be fun. Do you want to see what Maybe I did in Dagobah? Huh? You want to see what I did in Dagobah? No. What? Huh? Is okay. that the name of the place? Yes. Yeah. That video. Oh, the video. The video is horrible. That video is I, great. I didn't want to talk about that horrible <laughs> video. Somebody got sent a video because uh, everyone makes fun of the fact that I don't know anything about Star Wars. Yeah. So I got sent a message in our little group thread and it was like, Justin probably doesn't remember the scene. In, uh, that was a scene that never made it into in the Star movie. Wars. Clearly. And it's from, I think, scene. the first movie where yes. Obi-Wan and no, Luke are blasphemy. checking blasphemy. in on what he did. No. And it uh, no. looks like Yoda and Luke are Having a fun time, yes. Having a fun time together. <laughs> and it's this video that lasts like a minute. It's like, horrible. It's awkward and if, blasphemous. 50 seconds longer than it should. It just yeah. keeps on going. Definitely awkward. Oh, man. Very bad. Bob, what you do over the weekends? Anything good? When's uh, my birthday? Yeah, well, besides celebrating Jackie's birthday, which was great. Also, 25th which, birthday, I heard, right? The greatest oh, card yeah. ever, by <laughs> the way. Very funny card. Very funny card. It said something about on the front about rainbows and sprinkles. And I hope your birthday's filled with like rainbows and sprinkles and unicorns. And inside it said, because I know you like all that crap. Yeah. And Rayman. And Rayman, we put in there. Yeah. And then also in the card was written uh, something about goats and fish. Yep. I Which sure is that the whole thing the from last week that was really embarrassing. That never actually made it onto the show because it happened after the show. What a perfect time to talk about it. <sighs> it was very embarrassing. <laughs> Do you remember? I, I, <laughs> I remember what you said. Something about goats and fish. And yes. That's not, that's not so how that saying goes. We were having a conversation with Bobby Shortall. And it was about running the board because me and Justin clearly are the talent on the show. Unfortunately, our talent does not extend to IT. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm just sitting, here for the good looks. Yeah. Bob's sitting right and? here. Jackie and Justin are the talent. Bob's like, well, I'm just, the I'm, looks. I'm just here <laughs> exactly. for He's just something. here for his beauty. Yeah, pretty much. It doesn't come across on the radio, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. Someone should have told me that But earlier. he's a very beautiful man. Got to say it. I'm just so shaking anyway. my head. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Please, so anyway, please continue this train wreck of the I'm show. An idiot. Yeah, back to the, I'm an idiot part of the show. So uh, Bobby was coming and running the board for us. So last week he said, I'm going to show you guys like how to do it so that I don't have to keep coming and doing it for you. And I, in my head, had part of a conversation. What actually came out of my mouth to everyone was, is it goats or fish? And everyone just turned around and looked at me. I was like, you know goats or fish and then I had to explain that I couldn't remember what the saying was and it was something to do with like whether he should teach us or just keep coming on the show and Bobby looked at me and said do you mean if you teach a man to fish he'll like you know if you give a man a fish he'll eat for the day but if you teach a man to fish he'll eat for his life or something and I was like yeah does it have anything to do with goats? <laughs> it's the desert oh, version of that story. Yeah, it was really bad. And then I realized I was getting confused. Like, you know, you can send a goat to an African village. And 
just not my proudest moment. Radio gold right yeah. there. Yeah, and it was luckily it didn't make it on the show. Now it has. Yeah. So yay. Yay. Goats off it. Okay. Let's just we're gonna go back on the rails. <laughs> so uh, also I celebrated my uh, sister's birthday this week. Oh that's right. Yeah, cool. she just turned thirty. Oh me same too. age as Jackie. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> What a coincidence. So we went out to Foxwoods. We actually did a day trip out on the ferry, which was very nice. Better than driving? Oh, a million times better than driving. Right, I, I will never drive to that place ever, ever again. Not with Justin in the back. Oh, definitely not. Every 15 minutes, he's like, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> well, maybe you should learn how to use the brake properly. <laughs> <laughs> and we got, we got stuck in too much traffic. Yeah, we yes. did. It was like an accident every like 10 miles. So we also did that. Won some money, lost some money. The usual. Of course. Yeah. It's the way those things go. It yeah. Is. I went on slots. I got on and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to revenge my loss last time at some blackjack. <laughs> no, nope. Not so much. <laughs> nope. $40 down the tube. <laughs> so, and they're just laughing at you again. Oh, yeah. I was just waiting for that guy to come back and yep. be like, oh, you're back again? Uh, let me take your wallet. <laughs> yep. I love playing blackjack. It's fun. Maybe you should have came. I, I would know, have I loved should've. it if... I'm actually good at it, but I'm terrible at it. I played it in Vegas the last time I went, and we actually like took the monorail all the way down to the Sahara when it was still there because it was mm. like three dollar tables. There you go. And nice. we were staying at the Paris, which was like fifteen dollars, and I was like, "Holy hell, I'm not dropping fifteen bucks on oh, one hand yeah. of blackjack." Yeah, yeah, some of them that go up twenty five, fifty dollars. Yeah, crazy. Hand. Yeah, so I went That's down to really the cheap tables. Much. It was great. Our dealer me, was from was. Long Island, <laughs> which was really funny, and she was actually really good because every time I'd be like, "I want to hit," she's like, "No, you don't." I'm like, okay, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. She was like telling me what to do the whole way through, which is very funny. Well, like the lower tables, they really don't care if you win or lose. No, yeah. exactly. I sat there for like eight hours well, drinking. That's, well, that's why you stayed there for eight hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I didn't lose any money, though. You well, said Las Vegas. It reminded me of something. Yeah. So last year, the PlayStation experience was in Las Vegas. And uh, I was hoping that it was going to be there this year as well because like, we wanted to go and stuff. And I think it was, what was it, Monday or something? Monday mm-hmm. tickets went on sale or Friday tickets went on sale just randomly, like PlayStation Experience Monday, yeah. tickets. Right. And um, I was at lunch, went outside, told Eric, told Bob, and so we bought tickets to the PlayStation Experience. Sweet. And it's in San Francisco. Their registry website <gasps> nice. fought me tooth and nail. It was like telling me, no, you can't go. No, no, no. That's because wow. you didn't remember your password. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so they wanted you to register with your PSN account for some sort of like... Oh. Oh, okay. Like Reg just trying to count numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. but like they said, like the, the, like there's a reason that you're going to do this. A secret bonus you will yeah. get of some sort. I'm sure it's going to be something stupid, like an emblem or something. Right. Like you went to the PlayStation uh, Station experience, but yeah, we're uh, that's cool. It's Sound in December. Huh? Yeah, nice. so December fifth and sixth. So that Friday, will uh, Bob, me, and Eric will be flying out. Probably to get San arrested Francisco. for stealing software. Yeah, Eric <laughs> like will get that. arrested for stealing software. Probably <laughs> that's happened before. Really? Yeah, when we went to PAX like the first year. Mm-hmm. Some dude. Took his laptop up to, I forget what game it was. It wasn't like a, like, the game ended up not being good or anything like that. But just went up and started like downloading their code. What? Yeah. yeah. And then. That's crazy. Walked out with it. And he had like, there was an, uh, a warrant for his arrest. And they like, they tried figuring out where he was when he was supposed to be in court. And he was like online playing uh, <laughs> like Call of Duty or wow. something. Yeah. But like you could just, he That's just amazing. walked right up and like nobody was paying attention and just like downloaded the code for the game. Wow. All right. So do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Right? Yeah, totally. Just be sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. Wear, so, wear one of those, like, the glasses with the nose and the mustache attached, <laughs> and you'll be fine. They won't know off. who you are. I don't know where you went. <laughs> I'm excited, though. For anybody else that's listening that's going to the PlayStation Experience, if you see anyone with glasses and a fake nose and a mustache, it's Justin. Suspicious. Go say hi. Yeah. <laughs> that's Report not... immediately. I actually might do that now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. That's awesome. 
That'd be fun. Yeah, looking forward to trying like get Morpheus and stuff. And why didn't you invite me? Huh? No, because you huh? never come to anything I invite. <laughs> get your ticket. I don't want to. More people, the better. It's too close to Christmas. And you'd have what to share a room it's with like the three of us. Yeah, I'm not sharing a room with you people. You people. <laughs> yeah, like you stinky, stinky boy people. No. Boy people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just keep drinking your margarita over there. I shall. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, let's talk about some video games. Okay. So I think I will start. Go for it. Uh, so this week, I've just been in this mode where I just can't get into anything. Like, I like Galaxy, but I don't like it enough to keep playing it. I like Axiom Verge, but I don't like it enough to keep playing it. And I've just been tired and junk and not in the mood to play anything. But I'm like, I really need to play something. Jaded video gamer. Yeah, I know. I know, right? you got The Witcher on the back burner. I know, Come but I, like, I, I have it on the back burner for a reason. It's because I can't sit down and just invest 100 hours into a game right now. I have too many right other things. I have too many other games coming out that I want to play in like two weeks. So I figured I'm going to download with Bob's money because he bought me a PSN, <laughs> yeah. uh, PSN code. I was like, let me download this Everybody's Gone to the Rapture game that oh, everyone's cool. talking okay. about right now. And uh, I downloaded it and played it for like a minute and was like, oh my God, this game is painful. Uh, and the reason for that, and it's going around the internet right now, is that game you walk like you are stuck in quicksand. Maybe you are. It's possible because you have right? no idea what you look like in this exactly. game. Exactly. Maybe you're a giant snail. He's just taking a nice stroll through the world. Could be. So the thing is, like, the movement speed in this game has been talked about in every review. And the reason it was talked about in every review is there is actually a sprint button, which I think the name of the studio is, like, Chinese Room. They did not incorporate um, in the controls that there is a, quotations, sprint button. Uh, And so what you would do is you have to hold R2, and you will get up to, like, a, well... You'll go from being on, like, crawling around like a snail to, like, moving, moving like, like a turtle. Oh, no, really? Nice. Yeah, and so the entire, the, the synopsis of the game is you are somebody, can't see who you are. Right. And uh, everybody's gone to the rapture. Except okay. for you. Except right. for you. And, I mean, that's what they're making it, that, that, that's what you think is happening. Uh, so basically, you start out in this beautiful town. Um, I can't remember the name of the town. It begins with an S, but it is in... Going to say like England or London somewhere, England right. somewhere. Yeah, it's this beautiful little town in the middle of nowhere where everybody knows each other, and uh, it is one of the more beautiful games I've ever played. Just the scenery, um, the the use of lighting is really really cool. Um, so something's happened. Everyone's gone, and you are following around these big orbs of light that are moving around the town, and they will bring you to places. Like if um, I was walking through, I could go into a house if the door was open. And when I walk into the house, I'm going to see uh, this ball all of a sudden break down. And there'll be silhouettes of light where it's people having conversations. Right. And um, So you're like trying to figure out what's What happened, happened. here. Yeah. And it's about six hours of that. There's I'd be no raiding co- their cupboards for food. Yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> there's Ball no, co- there's light. no, there's yeah. no combat in the game. It is a hundred percent story. I mean, people have likened it to Gone Home, uh-huh. uh, where it's basically like a, in a way, like a walking simulator, um, where you're just walking around, looking at objects, trying to piece together what's happened with this story. Oh, I couldn't. You just sold that game as a walking simulator. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in, in a way, in a way, it it, it is because I mean that that's all it is, and I'm, you should know that going into it. And have I knew- you seen uh, the Last Man on Earth? No, show. I haven't. That's what it would make me. Th- I want to do that kind of thing. Yeah, 
I don't want to be in a house with like a dinosaur skull on my table. <laughs> but this is something else. Uh, the writing in it is really good. Um, I'm trying to think of like the best ways to describe it. But they feel like real people. So it's yeah. happening. To, what you're piecing together is something has happened. And the game actually starts in a weird spot. It starts in the middle. Like you go from ta- – it's, it, it's a much bigger game than I thought. And yeah. it's made longer by the fact that you walk so slow. Right. Um, so kind of artificially lengthened. In a way, yes. But there is a lot of dialogue in this game for you to get around to. Right. Um, you eventually, like, in every area, and this isn't a spoiler. It's just explaining what the game is. I think you'll read it in any review. Is there'll be, for, like, the first town you walk into, you're going to be following pretty much one character as he interacts with other characters. Sure, you might run into a random one where it's, like, two side people but for the main like for the main part of this particular town you are following jeremy which is the first character and you're seeing his interactions with people and then you you move on and you go to another part of town and another part of town and then that's when i realized the game is huge and you're walking through fields um there's windmills you're going through like a summer like a summer park with trailers and stuff it it, there'll be rain night um the lighting is really cool because like something's happened and you know, like, if you're doing on your iPhone, they'll have those time-lapse videos where if you stay in one spot, yeah. you can record, but, like, the light shifts yeah. all over yeah. the place. So you'll just be walking, and the light will just start shifting like crazy. Huh. Um, now, you love story-heavy games. Yes. This so... is, like, I, and I enjoyed this. Uh, I beat it last night. It took me probably, like, altogether, like, four hours, because at a certain point, um, I was walking through, and I realized, uh, like, I had... You know, there's no map. There is no map to the game. There are road maps, which will give you, like, you are here. And it'll be right. like if a tourist was looking at it. Right. Um, but there's no, like, let me pull up the map and see where I'm at. There's none of that. So you're yeah. pretty much walking blind. And okay. so, like, I walked out of the one town without exploring all of it. And I walked into another town, and I was like, I'm too lazy to go backwards. <laughs> right, yeah. Because it's going to yeah. take me 10 minutes to walk back over there, even right. with the, you know, the run button equipped. Yeah. And I, you know what? I decided, like, I'm okay with that. I don't need to see everything. But I wanted to see enough of the game to where I kind of got an idea of what's going on. And the game does something interesting with its storytelling. So I said you start in the middle of the game. Like, everything's already happened. But since you're watching these other people... And, and watching their conversations, you kind of start the first town in the middle of what's happening. Like there's been a quarantine set up and um, the people are reacting to that. And you go to the next town and it's like it's the story advanced. Um, and then you go towards the end. It's you go towards the end of the game and it's more of the beginning. It'll, it's like mixed. Like you'll you'll see the very origins of, of some characters and you'll also see the end of some characters. Is so it well like, put together though or is it confusing? It's. It's confusing until you figure out the exact um, way the game wants to be played. When you figure out, like, okay, like, with some of these orbs, they really want me to go into certain places. Like, if you get lost, you have to just look for one of these orbs and follow it. Um, you can, I, I figured out, you can beat the game probably in about 15 minutes. If what? you, yeah. If you walk in the right direction. <laughs> if you walk in the right direction long enough, you'll get to a spot where it's, like, um, like the last area of the game. And then you have to do, you have to, like... Research enough of that area, which would take you probably about like five minutes, five to ten minutes, um, right. and then something happens, which will trigger the end game. This is pretty much where Jackie walks backwards and she beats the <laughs> game in 15 minutes. There's a trophy uh. for walking backwards. <laughs> I don't know why. The trophies in this game are also like super strange. Right. Um, it'll be like 
do nothing for five minutes. Like just sit there <laughs> and enjoy the scenery. Game. Like Absolutely. a lot, a lot of like weird ones where it's like. God, if you could win life trophies tr- for that, I would be. Play with like, off and go to oh. sleep. Play <laughs> with these trains. So you have to like start the trains and then stand there for three minutes. They're so strange. <laughs> and then there was one that was like moonwalking for 50 seconds. Like <laughs> like moonwalk, like Michael Jackson moonwalk backwards. I like those ones. They're fun. <laughs> Weird and fun. I liked it. Like it, it's 20 bucks on PSN right now. I think it's worth playing. Um, like, hey, look, if you like combat and you don't like story, like a friend, our friend Nick, like this is not the game for him. He's, he would get bored with it almost instantly, and he said that to me. But if you like stuff like Gone Home... Um, I'm with Nick. Just yeah, saying it. I kind of figured that. <laughs> um, where you're walking and interacting and being in a world and figuring out what happened to these people. Uh, I think it's worth playing um, for just that. The scenery and the music is fantastic. It, it goes from no music whatsoever, and then all of a sudden it will chime in with like... I don't know, like almost like it sounds like monks in the background, kind of like that Halo, uh, the Halo soundtrack. Oh, my favorite. Um, it'll just beautiful violin and like orchestral music, and I, it, it's it's supremely beautiful. The ending of the game, I don't understand pretty much whatsoever. Um, it, it's like it's it's not so open ended, uh, but like uh, I'm not without spoiling. I would have liked a little bit more detail into like everything that's happening, but like a lot of games do that where they leave you and like they let you decide, you know. I was reading a great article about Limbo the other day about with the exact yes. same yeah. thing. The ending the of that, yeah, it's so uh, open to interpretation. That's the thing is it's open into interpretation, yeah. and that's kind of where uh, this goes as well. But no, like no, no spoilers or anything like that. Yeah, but it's a. Uh, it's something. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's definitely going to be on my list for at least two things, like best looking game and for um, you know best music of the year. Cool. Well, Bob got me a twenty dollar voucher as well. Oh, for PSN. This guy's so nice. Yeah, I'm like Santa Claus. But I don't think he's going to be very happy. Uh oh, what'd you get? I kind of used it to pay for half of my pre order for the Taken King. Oh, immediately regretting that decision. <laughs> so it's good though. It means that I didn't spend as much money on a DLC. Okay. Well, expansion. I, I'm happy that See? I got you partially of it. See, I'll, there I'll go. play vicariously through you at this time. There you go. Twenty bucks worth, <laughs> which is probably what That's we're going to get. Three, right? three yeah. uh, <laughs> missions and yep. two feet into the raid. So I pre-ordered that. So yay! I'm so excited for that now. Me too. I was playing Destiny this week. For the first time in probably, like, it's got to be six weeks, two months since I I actually logged on and played any decent amount of time on it. Yeah, the, been... last, the last time I remember you playing Destiny, I remember you just staring at the ceiling with your gun. Yeah. But this time, <laughs> I have discovered, because Justin will tell you he's played a lot with me, I never really liked playing with shotguns. I always just, I like the fusion rifles, I you know, the PVE, I, I always liked snipers, and, and shotgun just wasn't my thing. So... I've been playing Borderlands recently mm-hmm. and because I've been playing Borderlands, I kind of, I got the shotguns and I was like, oh, you know what? I kind of like this. This is, this is good. So I went back in, I've been leveling up my warlock. I got up to level 25 and as soon as I hit that level 20, I went into my vault and got some of the, you know, the weapons I had for ages and I thought, let me pick up the shotgun. So I get the shotgun. Um, I can't even remember which one it was. It's not even a very good one, but I pick up the shotgun and I decide to go play some Crucible and I actually went like 11.0 and I wasn't sniping. Like I was running around with a shotgun. I was letting people, I was letting people shoot me. So I got down to half health and then I would back up around the corner and wait for them to come chase me and then just take them out. And I did it over and over. It was the best. 
So. I showed you that's what you should be doing in <laughs> Destiny Crucible, like, the day the game came out. You know I don't like to just do what you tell me to do. I, I know, figured but it out for myself, eventually. That's good for the small maps. Yes. Yeah. Shotguns are great for, for yes. small maps, but it's a good feeling like when you get them, when you oh, pay yeah. them and they come after you. It's fantastic. So, yeah. So, I've been, I've been like, trying to play a different style recently. Shotguns are awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, I did that for a while. Bungie makes a good shotgun. Yes. <gasps> Their shotgun yeah. in Halo was ridiculous. I can't even remember what this one is called. So, oh, Secret Handshake, I think it's that one. They have cool weapon names. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I played some Destiny and, uh, you know, trying to level up. And I've got to level up my Hunter as well, but I'm getting there. I'm just, yeah, I'm just prepping for the, you know, I want to have stuff ready to go for when the Taken King comes out. Yeah, they they just dumped a whole bunch of information online today Mm -hmm. about the Taken King, like more bounty slots, more vault space. I heard rumors you wouldn't have to go back to the tower to hand in bounties. Nope, don't have to go back to the tower anymore. Yeah, what about changing weapons? (laughs) What are you talking about? Getting your weapons out of your vault. Why can't we put it on the ship? The thing that travels with Mm. you. They have that app. That uh, app is no. the best. Yeah, except for when you're traveling and you glitch you just don't... and then you lose weapons. I've never had that happen. Mark had, Mark had it or Nick had it? Someone had it. Yeah. They lost some weapons. Okay, once. Oh, maybe. Oh, that's once with a really good weapon. Yeah, like but don't I just... love how much he hates this game. I do. For the amount of time he's played this game. <laughs> he will eventually play the Taken he King. Will. He will. He will, definitely. He'll yeah, he totally will. give in to peer pressure. A remote play through one of you. <laughs> That's probably as close as I'm going to get. That app, though, is seriously awesome. Like, I, I wish oh, yeah, more it's, games. It's, I wish more games did stuff like that. Yeah, it's, a, ever, it's a big improvement. It's just I, I have got it, but I don't really utilize it oh for that. God, it is the best because when you have multiple characters and you're swapping stuff and you're just using right. the app on your phone, it instantly does stuff. You don't have to ever go back to the tower. Yeah, that is. I, I've got to utilize it a little bit more. Oh. I only ever look at the stats on it. Yeah. It was really good for when we were doing Prison of Elders because mm. it'd be like I don't I, I like uh, I need the fourth horseman because it has right. an arc damage. And I right. was like, all right, we failed at this run. Let me get the fourth horseman. And then just two seconds later, I have it in my, in my possession. It was so nice. Yeah, that's great. Cool. I'm going to check that out. I didn't even realize you could do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to move it from your character to the vault and then back right. to your new character. But once you start doing it a bunch, it was like you could do it in 10 seconds. Yeah. I wish I would have saved like profiles where you could just click one and it would just move. Like you save, you know, I want this gun, this gun, this gun. It would automatically find it and move it over. <gasps> so it's never good enough, is it, for him? Right? Listen. Never enough. I want simplicity. <laughs> They're making the game very simple. Uh, you know, from the, from the stuff they announced today about, you know, just going from straight 1 to 40. They're making the light much easier to understand. Uh, but, like, constant progression. They're getting rid of legendary night and um, crucible marks, making them one mark so that you're always earning something and you could be spending it. The uh, Cryptarch has legendary engrams now, which is, like, I don't think he ever had even blue uh, engrams before. Right. Uh, so, I mean, there, it looks like the, the changes that they're making to the game are making it much better. Definitely, because there's a fine line between simplifying and dumbing down. Yeah, I think it. I think they're making it much easier to come into the game, and yeah. I mean, I, I I thought the light system was fine. Yeah, but I thought too. the light system was fine because I played a bajillion hours. Of exactly. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think towards the end they streamlined it much easier. But I mean, if they wanted to go with this one through forty thing, that I mean, that's fine by me. And also like. I think with any character you create now, every account's going to be able to at least get one that I know of, where it's, you're going to be able to just jump to level 25 since 40 is the new cap. Okay. So if you create a new character, you could instantly be 25, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to jumping in. Yeah. Yeah. I have fun with it this week. Do you know what else you're going to have fun with soon? <gasps> what? Uncharted. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, I'm fine. I'll play it. You see, he's annoyed that I'm not more excited. I never said I wasn't going to play it. You said... I, so there was a, uh, a new trailer for the Uncharted collection this week, 
and it's beautiful. It's a nice music. Play a whole bunch of scenes from all three games. And so I got excited for it. Like I, I wasn't sure if I was going to play the collection or not, but I'm like, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to do this because I haven't, I've only played those games through once. I think I was complaining about something and he texted it to me of the video and said, just watch this and be happy. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't happy enough for him. You said, eh, I'm not sure about that game. I didn't say that. I have the text message <laughs> right here. No, going, I don't think I said that. Let's see. We'll have, we'll have Bobby. Yeah, uh, it's going to take you like 10 minutes to scroll back oh, and she'll find that one. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Bobby, tell Jackie why she should play Uncharted. Why she should play Uncharted? I am not said I wouldn't. It, I would I would say you should play it. I'm just not I'm that not going to like hang you from anything if you don't. <laughs> right. I'm just going to say you're missing out on an no, experience. No, I will. I will definitely. I like Tomb Raider. So, oh, yeah, you know, and you'll like it. I mean, yeah, this, this plays like lines. a movie. I'm just not like super excited about it. <laughs> did I what did I say laugh out loud I'm on the fence about that it, well yeah that wasn't an outright denial right I never said it was an outright <laughs> denial she's just chilling on the top of the fence watching it from a exactly. distance and I was fine until like, you were like yeah. I really liked that Tomb Raider game that came out though I did not say that yeah no you did I've played every single Tomb Raider you should so, play these yeah I know I'm um, just not super excited about it I just I don't know why I can't explain exactly why you know, it's they're going back to older games. Like, I hope they're remastered well. And it's like, you know, they're not too dated. I'm sure the first game is going to look a bit dated because the first game came out as a launch game for the PS3. So that's right. 2007. Yeah. That game's not going to look great. I can mm-hmm. I can already tell you that. But 2 and 3 were like Movie ahead quality. of the, Yeah, they were ahead of their time now, on Now, story-wise, if I skip one, am I missing out? You could probably get by without you it. You can get by without it, but it, I would play one. How long is it? I don't know. It's like, what are those? Like 12 hour games, maybe? Yeah, probably. Oh, it's not too bad. I no, I think quick. all of them are like, I nearly beat Uncharted 2 in one sitting. Right. If I had to stop it, myself. Gonna, you'll sit through it and it's the game kind of pulls you in and you'll, uh-huh. you'll beat it before you even Well, here's the you're really done. important question Can you skip the cutscenes? Well, I'm joking. No, I'm, I'm not, joking. I'm not letting <laughs> you do that. If there's one thing that separates Uncharted from Tomb Raider, yes. Uh, even the new I've heard it's the story it's the story yeah like sure the the gameplay itself is just like is a simple like cover based shooter See, with this is this is my problem elements. with it that's, you played that's the, exactly what my problem you played is. the order one time and it turned I've you off gears cover. of war as well and yeah. i don't like i just don't like that but style that's of exactly what tomb raider was it was a cover based shooter the new one and that was the prop that was the only problem i had with that new game is i liked the older games because it was more puzzle solving and less cover shoot. You know, you could run around and shoot. There's, and this one, There's you a know. decent amount of puzzle solving well, They got the in new Uncharted. one coming too that's uh, for Tomb Raider, which is actually going to yes. have some tombs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm We've really excited promised. about that one because of that. Yeah. I'm not playing that game until it comes to the PlayStation. No? No. I, Why? Okay, we both have an Xbox One. I know, because it's mm-hmm. coming out the same day as Fallout 4. Oh, okay. Well, good. You can cover Fallout 4. You're playing and Fallout 4. And I'll play Tomb Raider. That you is have, a much better idea. You have no idea how much you're going to like better Fallout. better idea. We'll well, see. That's pretty fun. I'm not having this argument again. Like we can, we could have this argument every single week until November. I know. <laughs> so just, let's not. Let's I'm save telling, it for November. I'm just telling you things that are going to happen. So how's Borderlands <laughs> treating you? As, I love like, it. You know, judging it's from things that awesome. I've told you before. <laughs> no, I'm really enjoying it. It's Where so much fun. Uh, well, I played with Hugh, so we played through like a good portion of the story together, co-op, and that was a lot of fun. What character is Hugh playing? I don't know, but the funny thing is he the midget? No. I am, and I didn't even realize. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. You picked the gunzerker and didn't realize yes, that he's a tiny did. little dude? So funny. He looked like the tank. So I was like, awesome. Because I've said it before on the show, I always play the tank first time around in any game. So I was like, I'll play him. So I've, you know, I was playing the, the campaign, 
played that and Hugh was like hey you want to jump on and play together and I was like yeah that'd be awesome so I jump into his game and I like you know pop out of the portal or whatever mm-hmm. it was his first words were you're really small <laughs> I was like what and I look at him and I'm like half the size <laughs> I was really annoyed that I was a freaking midget and I didn't even realize it I like the mechanic the mechanic which one's that uh, macro, mac, uh, was it macromancer yes okay yeah she is awesome and that that robot is extremely op do they have that character in there i'm not sure well the thing is i don't remember my choices they should because should it was DLC, dlc and stuff yeah they right. ended up being having what six characters in the game because yeah. you could actually choose a psycho later yep. too oh okay yeah no i didn't really pay much attention because i just wanted to get into the game and like i said mm-hmm. my my go-to is always just pick the tank i played the gunzerker he was my favorite but it's so oh it was just so funny when hugh was just like huh, you're really small mm-hmm. it's like no i didn't realize but I, awesome yeah, but I enjoyed it. We got through, you know, a good portion. Found some, you know, I like the variety of bad guys, like, so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, there's a lot of those psychos that just run at you. The bosses are the best. Some of the names yeah. for them. Yeah, and, there's, and it's just like the, the big brutes that come, like, the, the weird heads that just come out swinging and you just, you do not want to get backed in a corner by those things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I like the variety and I like the look of it. I like, you know, it's kind of like a weird look, but... It's a cell shade so, look. Yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. You know, what's funny is we told Mike, um, our friend, that he would love this game when it came out and he played it for like a couple of hours and was like, I hate the look. Like he could not, yeah, he could not he get past the cell Yeah, he told me on... We were talking about it on Friday mm-hmm. night when for my birthday. Mike was there and he was like, yeah, I don't like that game. I'm like, what? How do you not like that game? Thing so. He's been playing by himself. So once you get into playing with people, it becomes a lot more fun. Yeah. It definitely is. Yeah, the co-op mode is is a lot of fun. So yeah, I've really enjoy. I've been enjoying that. That platinum, that platinum took me so long to get. Yep. Oh really? It's a hard one. No, it's it, it's not super hard. Um, there was uh one trophy that was random, mm-hmm. and uh, you had to have a miniature version of a character. I forgot the char- what, what character it was. Jump out of a random crate. And that was the trophy. Was just like seeing this character. Um, wow. It was a little machine. I forgot the, what, what the machine. I don't even know if you're up to the machines yet. I don't think so. Okay, I'm very so, early on still. Uh, this little miniature character would jump out of any any crate in the game. More likely to be by the preserve. Yeah, and you needed to get that. And so I was stuck on that trophy. So it's just really random. It's again. Yeah, it it could have. I think Alan got it. Alan ended up getting that trophy like. I don't know, uh, within his first like couple hours of playing, and I was in my 60th hour of playing and never oh. found it. And I was online researching, like, where is the best spot to get this thing to pop? And yeah. one person, a couple of people said in this one area, um, it, it would eventually show up. And I spent, like, five hours there, never oh showed God. up. And so I, I did, like, okay, what about, what about another area? And there was this one area that you'll get to later in the game, and it's like you kind of will be able to port there, teleport there, and then what you would do is you would go backwards, and you'd have to go backwards through a like um, uh, a loading screen. Right. And then you would come out of a door, and there was a bunch of chests there. And on my fourth try doing it there, he popped. Oh, you must have been so happy. I was. It was my first platinum, and I was ecstatic. <laughs> and I have not touched that game. No, I, I take that back. I didn't play any of the main campaign after that. Bob and me ended up going back and playing a lot of the DLC. Yeah. Right. I played it there, and then some people online on Steam wanted to play it, so I picked it up on Steam and oh, cool. okay. played through it again over there. I really like the shooting mechanics on it. Like that's it's smooth and easy, and the swapping the guns. Out. I like how the, you know, they kind of penalize you a little for swapping out the certain guns, yeah. and you know, so you have to really think about what you're carrying. And yeah, the guns are really unique. There's a yeah. lot of different combinations of stuff. 
Yep. Are we interested to see their their next game, um, mm-hmm. Battleborn, and see how that that goes? Because that well, game looks I'm like actually, a uh, lot of fun as well. Well, I'm looking at uh, playing the uh, Telltale Tales from Borderlands. I was at thinking some about point. starting that. Yeah, I've heard like mixed things. I've heard it's very very good. Then it's not. Then it is. And yeah, you know, it's okay. What we'll say. Have, have you started it? You yeah. started it. No, I know the okay. first episode. Uh, the I first episode the first or season. two. Well, no, it's still in the middle of the first season. Yeah. There's three there's three or four episodes out now. One just came out today. Oh, then that's that's probably what it yesterday. is, the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I knew the first episode people really liked, and then I haven't paid yeah. attention since. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to do the same as you do for them, though. I'm just going to wait till they're all out for this one. I'm, I was actually thinking about starting Game of Thrones since I couldn't decide what I wanted to play. I was like, I should because I have Game of Thrones yeah. and Borderlands. You know, and also Game of Thrones at this point is like eight, eight nine hours yeah. already out you know so if you start it now it's i think it's due out in maybe a month now yeah it's a couple of weeks since the yeah. last one came out they've been on about a six to eight week schedule so you might as well start playing it now i was also thinking about picking up um zombie it's zombie U. it's zombie U, uh right. which was a wii u exclusive when the console first came out it was a zombie game uh yep. that people really liked and like stealthily it came to xbox pc and playstation like oh, really? it, it just came out yeah, yesterday like a little tiny announcement and then that yeah was i saw it came it. out but there was nothing before this no um Maybe two three weeks ago i think there was one article up on like hey they're gonna port this game and then nothing and then like they just stealth released it yesterday and it's 20 bucks um and i've always like been interested to play it because it, it was like a persistent game so it's like there's no pause and i remember them reading the reviews on the wii u um version of the game zombie u and so you're like, you could be going through your backpack and you use the gamepad for that, but you could die at any moment. Right. <laughs> uh, which makes it like me think yeah. of more like a roguelike thing. And then you have to go back and get your equipment and stuff. And so for 20 bucks, I'm, I'm thinking about playing that over the next week and reporting back next week. Oh, cool. And Sounds maybe, good. Maybe starting one of the Game of Thrones. Maybe if I find a lot of time to play games. Neat. There you go. Um, I made a lot of progress in Witcher. Any more week. unicorn sex? No, no more unicorn sex. There was an orgy scene. Nice. But not that I was participating in, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway. Shun you, heretic. Shun. <laughs> yeah, so I um, I try and be as spoiler-light as possible. Please, because I is, really do want to play this game. <laughs> there are There's certain boss fights that come up on like a fairly regular basis uh, to do with the story. And I came upon one of those, which is the first time in hours and hours. And I'm actually I'm at um, about 150 hours now in this game. And this was the first one where I was like, it was, it was hard. It was really, really tough. I had to like really, every time I died, I had to go back into the the inventory and like really figure out what oil can I use? What potions are going to help me out with this? What strategy do I want to use? And it took me like a few attempts. And one time where I actually was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go play Destiny for a bit because I can't, I just can't do this right now. Do you get your stuff back when you die? Uh, yeah, you can just go back to the save point. The save points are very intermittent. I mean, if you're playing the story portion, Mm. then they're pretty good. If you're free roaming, uh, you can, like, you can lose 20, 25 minutes. You know, just if you're roaming around and you don't progress anything, Mm. you can lose a lot, you know, and then you've got to figure out where you were going. Because if you, if you open up a new checkpoint or not a checkpoint, like a new marker, you'd think, oh, good. It's a, you know, a new place. Mm. But it doesn't save it at that point. So then you have to figure out where the hell you were wandering oh. and go back and find it again. And it can be frustrating. Um, but this boss fight was very, very challenging. Um, but got that done, got that out of the way. And I moved on to, there's actually a, a section you come up where you go 
to a certain place and it says you might want to save your game right now. Um, <laughs> You're probably going to die a bunch. So yeah, so you save your game and the reason is is it puts you into what works out to be about three or four hours of story, like non-stop story, uh, where you can't free roam, you can't go do any of the side quests. It just pushes you forward in this story. Um, but it is fantastic in every way, story-wise, looks-wise, riveting. You know, basically you set up for a big battle and you make decisions about how you want this battle to go and then you fight this battle. And it's really, really well done. It looks amazing. And the story is so engaging at that point like you can you can have a tendency to lose track of the story in these games because like I said I'm 150 hours in the main storyline is nowhere near that you know so I've spent 20 hours at one point never actually going back to the main story just going and doing other stuff yes exactly it's just like Skyrim um so the problem is you can lose where you are in the story Mm -hmm. this by making you you know, pushing you into two to four hours of storyline really engages you again. And it really, like, you sit back and you watch this whole thing unfold and there's there's events that happen that you don't see coming and absolutely fantastic. Um, but I am now nearing the end. I got the mission that says final preparations. I was like, oh, no. So as normal, I've stopped. <laughs> and I'm just doing side stuff right now because I am very nearly done with The Witcher. Did you say how many hours you're in? 150. You're 150 hours in. Mm-hmm. Damn, Jack. That yeah, I know. But it's over the space of like since it came out. You know, I got it the day it came out. That's still a lot of hours. Yes, but it's not 666. No. It's still way short of Skyrim. It's not 666 yep. hours. Yeah, but really, really enjoyed every minute of it. Like I, I, I tweeted about this earlier in the week after this big sequence. I don't see how this is not going to be my game of the year. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. I I can't imagine anything coming out at this point that's going to beat this game for me. We're going to have an actual, like, real discussion about game of the year uh, this (laughs) year. Yes. You know, our last year's game of the year is, like, we were, you know, still kind of new at this. And we're all, like, we all agree, for the most part, on, like, a whole bunch of games. But, like... I don't think it's going to happen this yeah, year. Yeah, like we are yeah, all going to have. I disagree fullheartedly. <laughs> diff- we're all going to have different games to talk about, which I'm excited about because yeah, we're we're going to be mixing things up with the game of the year stuff this year. Oh, definitely. And it's it's also very difficult to all come to a consensus on one game when we all like different styles of game. You know, it's very very hard. Like for me, The Witcher is perfect. You know how much I like Skyrim. Mm-hmm. So anything that's got creatures and goblins and dragons, and obviously it's going to appeal more to me. Whereas you like more of the sci-fi stuff and you know so it's hard to kind of come up with a hey, look if i if i could put 150 hours into the witcher it would like i know that game is superb yeah like, i know there's definite quality behind it and if i had sat down and played as much as you have i definitely would probably put it up there as well mm-hmm. it's just finding the time to do it and stuff yeah. and yeah i like playing a lot of different things you like playing exactly one that's thing the thing i fixate on particular things when i find a good game i try and fixate on that and, and just go wholeheartedly into that see like in two weeks um mad max comes out and metal gear comes out and rob mm-hmm. was our resident i'm going to play the crap out of metal gear and right. so i was kind That'll of leaning me. i so you're gonna play it oh, okay. yes. i already okay. got an order awesome all right because I was leaning on Rob to be our resident. Like, I played Metal Gear, and this is the discussion for Metal Gear and during the Game of the Year discussion. And it's like, I've never played a Metal Gear, and like, I'd be interested in playing it, but I wouldn't do it any justice. You should play yeah. They're a lot of fun. Well, we'll switch, because I'm probably going to get Mad Max. You are? Yeah. I'm I've heard inter- mixed things. Yeah, and, I, the, you know, the the previews on the game have been completely mixed. Um, 
a lot of the guys that I listen to are, uh, you know, podcast wise, like the guys on, on the Bombcast and stuff, they're torn about it as well. Like, there's uh, today I was listening and Jeff Gersman was like, there's something there. Like, there's something about that game that I want to see more of. And, like, that's the way I feel about it. And so if it's bad, it's bad. But, like, <laughs> I've <credits>. played. I've played games that people have not liked before, The Order, and Remember Me, and I've liked them. No, The Order was bad, and you just wouldn't admit that you didn't like it that much. I really liked The Order. Oh, I kind of enjoyed oh, The Order. Oh, don't you start. Uh, start. Right, that's it. You can leave. <laughs> his, actually, his trial period is over. He can they, leave now. They, got, they had a sack boy in the game, all right? Oh, that's true. But <laughs> seriously, did we not talk about this before? I'm pretty sure I said that if you were going to come on the show... You couldn't side with Justin, like, ever. I'm sorry. I must have blanked out when you obviously. started talking. Obviously. Obviously missed that part. For, I'm waiting for him to play Bastion and be like, nope, Transistor's the better game. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I, no. I, I still got to get to. Yeah. Enjoy that, then. You know what's funny is I actually read an article on Kotaku, like, maybe it was, like, two or three weeks ago, and um, it was a different editor, and he was like, maybe the order wasn't so bad. And it was, like, a whole article about um, why they thought the order wasn't bad. Oh, no. Now, sorry. I'm, I'm misquoting the article here. Kotaku was talking about another website who does like um, more in-depth reviews, and they were saying the order wasn't bad. And the guy on Kotaku was like, "No, it's a bad game." <laughs> what but did I you went, like about it? What didn't I like? About, she I never even finished it. Yes, I did. I got to the last level and was like, "Oh, I've had enough of this crap." So that means you anyway, didn't finish it. So it was game. it was many things. It was the slow moving. It was being forced to listen to the story while I walk slowly. Mm. It was the wonderful, wonderful detail that you could not interact with at all. It was also the, like I said, I am not a fan of walking into a room and being like, oh, look, conveniently placed crates and cabinetry. Any minute now, someone's going to run through and I'm going to have to duck and shoot them. I don't like that kind of thing. Just personally for me, like, not even, you know, I think it was done well in that game. For me, that is not the style of game I like. You just want to walk into an empty warehouse and just get I, shot up. <laughs> yeah, that is fine. I'd rather run around than like, oh, look, it's a crate. I, I now I know what's you, happening. Though, with the, the not being able to interact with stuff, you pick it up and look at it. And yeah. Like, okay, that's it. Nothing else. Exactly. There's no puzzle to solve. There's no mystery. There's no, you just go into a room, you shoot. Then you listen to some story while you walk slowly. Then you go into a room and shoot. Then you get given a really awesome new gun and then they take it away from you so you can never use it again. Mm-hmm. It's just, I can't, I, let's not even go there. There is like a million things wrong like with that the game. Story, though. I'm just going to get decent. mad again. Don't let her, don't start her on the story. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get very angry again. It's cliche. <laughs> very, very just reductive and no. Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. Dragons. That was last year. Dragons let's are just, so original. Let's just talk about Rayman and be done with it. Yeah. That Rayman. game's awesome, right? Game of the year. How fun is that game? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're not we're not go, we're not going down this road. But the whole point I brought that up was because whether or not it's great, I'm interested in playing it, and so I'm glad that somebody at least is going to be picking up Metal Gear. And actually, you know what else I am kind of intrigued in on playing? Um, I watch a lot of videos of this week is Super Mario Maker. Oh, really? Because we'd said that we weren't overly interested in making our own Mario games. I, but the thing right? is, I I am not interested in that at all, and I will probably never do it. But it comes with like a thousand levels. Really? Of like pre-made stuff. Oh, I, I might be exaggerating than, that yeah. number, but you no, could. You're probably right. I, you know what? I take it back. It might not be a thousand. Let's just say it's a hundred, right? But you could go online, and there will be thousands of levels that you could play from people right. who do make them. And right. so I watched a lot of videos. Um, I might have to buy it for Luke. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I sit upstairs, and I don't have any consoles upstairs. But Jorah loves watching Mario stuff, so I figured, like, I'm gonna get this and just play through like old Mario levels, and he'll like get mm-hmm. a kick out of watching it, and like, you know, it'll be a challenge and stuff. And so, yeah. like, they're like. There are challenges in that game. Um, like, there are hundreds of challenges, 
that you could do. But like, say you just want like a smaller thing. You could be like, I want challenges for ten levels, and um, you could try and, and accomplish those. But it kind of looks like really good, uh, and I'm not going to create anything ever. But I'm interested in playing what other people create, and so I might okay. actually pick that up and play it. Nice. What else? We have to find out what Bobby's been playing because he's been sitting oh, here. Yeah. Now, actually, I know what Bobby's you played. You know what I've been playing. <laughs> but the real question I want to ask uh, you, Bobby, mm-hmm. is in the dinosaur battle between Steve, <laughs> myself, and Jackie, who's come out on top? Oh, yeah. Please explain this whole thing because this is oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. Okay. So just a little update on ARC. Uh, I have now a dinosaur for each one of the podcast members. There is a dinosaur for Jackie. She's a spitter. I am. It's awesome. I've got little arms and I yep. run very fast. There's also the same for Justin. Am I a spitter? You are also a spitter. So I really want. I moment. really want to be a dinosaur that's not made up. I will. I will totally get you a raptor next time. Yeah, I would like to be a T Rex. And Steve. And Steve is a pterodactyl. He is. Yep. He flies. He flies, Aww. but he doesn't fly so well. I think he's been he's been eaten a few different. Yeah, he, times. he's been eaten a couple of times. So we're, we're up to Steve two point one. Oh no, poor Steve. And me and Justin are living on an island. Yep. Apparently. Yep. I just moved them over to a new island. Yes. They're the only carnivores on an herbivore island. I was saying earlier the the best thing about this is eventually that island will run out of herbivores. It's gonna be a battle to the death. Exactly. The only thing left to eat will be each other. Who's gonna come out on top in the dinosaur death match? <laughs> me, obviously. It probably will be me. Because no, I will pick my teeth with your bones. You're just you're gonna this be is, this is too lazy when this happens. You're gonna be too lazy to move. Yeah, Listen, and? can can you come to my house? Can you do the show from my house? <laughs> so I, I can't come drive to my today. house so I can like eat you and stuff. C- come to my portion <laughs> of the island. I'm, or don't. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit here, stare at the ceiling with yeah, my gun. I'm like the chillest dinosaur ever. <laughs> of all the cool dinosaur parties. <laughs> yeah. So how's Ark going? It's going amazing, actually. We got about 12 people on the server right now. A couple of listeners are on there. A couple of close friends. Awesome. Say the, uh, say the, give the server information again. Uh, the server is the Talking Game server. Or talking game server, should I say? And uh, password is capital N64. All right. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of fun. We got another Justin on the server who gets stalked by giant crocodiles and constantly <laughs> is being eaten repeatedly. <laughs> he uh, comes in and tells me about this this guy playing on the server. And like every, turn, every time we turn around, he's being eaten by something else. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I, I think the game legitimately has it out for <laughs> anyone named Justin on the server <laughs> and just spawns things oh. that track him. Right. That would suck if that was you, right? Oh, yeah. I'd be so upset if I kept getting eaten by stuff. <laughs> he keeps taking it like a champ, though. He comes right back. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to try to get close to the water. Oh, I'm eating again. <laughs> and you said you can't lose everything, right? When yeah, that you, lose, you lose your inventory, but you don't lose any of your experience or anything you learned. Right. So, I mean, it's it's not terrible to remake some of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's still annoying if you oh, just yeah. walk out of your house and straight away get eaten. It's, this is one of those games that everyone on the server right now keeps telling me the same thing. I get mad for like three seconds when I die, but then I laugh about it, and then I go back <laughs> to try to get my corpse, and it's like it's another crazy adventure of avoiding I things. I can't wait to play this. Yeah, I'm excited to play it as well. Yeah. yeah. Eric, no, Eric, you got Eric playing it. Oh, yeah. Eric joined. Uh, we have a, a listener. I think his name in the game is Isometric or Isocentric. We saw his hut on the beach, so if you're if you're hearing this, give me a shout out. We'll get you hooked up in the tribe. We'll give you some stuff. Sweet. And you guys like are fun. using Teamspeak? Oh uh, yeah, we got a Teamspeak server. I gotta get an official one for our side, but yeah. right now we're using one of my cousins. Alright, cool. Okay. And what's the update on when it's gonna possibly come to consoles? They haven't given a, a release date yet. Okay. But, but they are working they on are it working is in on the future. It. Yeah. 
And they keep bringing all kinds of, like, this uh, last patch they just put in the other day, they put in these giant monkeys. They're like uh, Harry and the Hendersons. If anyone ever watched that movie? <laughs> yes, it's I like love him. It's a that giant movie. Ape. Yeah, that movie was great. He was Bigfoot, right? Yep. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he walks around. John uh, Lithgow, right? Yep. That was the dad. Yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Justin, you're hosting, right? Yeah, I'm try- I was trying to see if... Um, mm-hmm. Release Move dates, along, Xbox One. I don't think they've said anything about it yet. Uh, Ark Survival. They're just saying... Soon. <laughs> no, Maybe. it's actually a little bit further than I was hoping. Like, 2016. I know they're supposed Ugh. to push a DirectX 12 patch to it, so it's going to make the game look a lot smoother. Yeah. Right now, it's a little bit shaky. Like, uh, you get some hiccups here. Some people with some higher-end cards still have to tune it down a little because it mm-hmm. isn't really optimized. Yeah. And the, the server patches, that's the one thing that kind of annoys me. They, they're constantly always patching things, but like... Every one or two patches, it desyncs the client from the server. So if you try to join, you won't see the server. So oh. be patient. It usually comes up in another hour or two. We usually have it fixed. Okay. People huh. text me and I, I remote in and fix it real quick. Oh. You're saying the PC version is actually going to launch in the summer of 2016. I mean, you're on like early access right yeah, now, right? right now, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the actual game itself won't uh, be launched until then. So that's, oh. I would expect the Xbox version. Well, the thing is, the Xbox has that game preview program now, so it's like yeah. their version of early access. So mm-hmm. if the game is launching in, in uh, summer of 2016, I wouldn't be surprised to see it hit the Xbox's early access program. Yeah. It's just Sometime. so frustrating when it's that far out. Yeah. I got an email from Amazon the other day, just, you know, one of the, you might like this. And it was um, pre-orders for Recore. And, like, oh, I go yeah. in and look at it, and it's, like, releasing December 2016. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, we're not even yep. at December 2015 right now. Such a long time. Yeah. I will tell you, the game works fluently with the Xbox One controller right now. You can just plug it in, and it'll just start running. That's nice. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You had it running on this PC, oh, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, I had to tune it down a little. It's a laptop. I mean, even it's a gaming laptop, but even still, it takes a little bit of a beating. That thing is like, hefty. Oh yeah, it's uh, well at the time it was the best for what you can get. It was like three thousand dollars. Was that like three months ago? No, that was like <laughs> five years ago. Oh weird. Yeah, it looks actually older than that. Yeah. So Ark. So yeah, that game's that game sounds pretty awesome. And yeah, guys, I mean, if you're interested in playing with Bob and seeing Jackie, me, and Steve fight each other as dinosaurs. Oh yeah. And uh, then jump on the server, and okay. I'm gonna I'll, I'll tweet out the link, uh, the server information tomorrow, so that anybody can join it if they want to. I got a spare key too, so I want to throw out a little, maybe a little uh, competition oh, per yeah. se. We'll we'll do something at the uh, Twitters. If you had one item with you, if you were to wake up on the island, what would it be and why? The best <laughs> answer will get a key. <laughs> so if funny. you wake up on the island and yes. you could have any one item, any one item. I think after last week's conversation with Justin, was like, I don't want to be naked and pooping on the beach. Is your answer going to be toilet paper? No. That's, Pooper that, scooper. I, for, it, it, you know, I'm not going to give away. I, I know what Bob will accept as an answer instantly, <laughs> but I'm not going to give that away. Best answer wins. All right. Yeah, this should be good. Uh, so what else have you been playing besides Ark? I played a little bit of this uh, beta game coming out. It's called 20XX. Yep. I played that game. It's uh, like a Mega Man-ish type game. Yeah, we talked. Uh, we talked about that game on the last pack show that we did. Uh, Eric and I came back and we had we had played that a bit, and I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I'm liking it. I mean, the the gameplay is really smooth, even for a beta. The music in it's pretty good. Uh, the only downside I don't like is right now your primary weapon fires on just a a straight plane, like you can't angle it up or down. But you get secondary weapons which you can angle up and down. So I mean, oh, that's odd. But yeah. they would do both, right? Yeah, yeah. I was always kind of expecting it to be like, all right, you can just look around and you know shoot wherever. I, I guess it's coming from uh, Axion Verge. I, mean, I just get used to like stuff like that. I expect it. Oh yeah, 
That game. Oh, that game. It's good and everything. It's just... You just it's impressive. Through it. It's impressive that one guy made that game. Oh, yeah. Axiom Verge. It's actually super impressive, but it, some of it really frustrates me because it's like, I want to go backwards, but there's no teleporting back to the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. So I have to walk. I just hate walking. The, the, the whole point of the show is I hate walking. Yeah, that's uh, we right. That's what this show will co- be called, right? I, I, hate wrote, I, wrote the, I wrote the post for the show this morning and I complained about walking. I, I pretty much wrote the whole thing out as walking <laughs> is the worst. If you want a game to be sold to Justin, put a segue in it. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Driving like, a Segway in a game? Segway if you could simulator. use like the Wii Fit board for a Segway game, like Segway stunts. Finally have a use. Right? You're like like skateboarding, like jump ramps on your Segway. They had a Tony Hawk game where you were using a skateboard peripheral. But it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as quaint as that if it was a Segway. That just sounds really though. dangerous in your living room. Yeah, it was also <laughs> really bad. And that's why they stopped making Tony Hawk games until now. Yeah, there's a new and one coming. Five comes out. And they, you know mm-hmm. they changed the art style on it. Really? They, they pulled the Borderlands. Oh, that's odd. They went from like a normal art style to yeah. like a cel shaded one. Mm, I'm not sure about that. That game game comes out in like a month. Yeah, I love the old ones. Yeah, well, I'm hoping yeah. it'll be good. I've like never that. been a fan of skateboarding or no. bike. Any one of those little weird. You really never played any of the Tony Hawk games no. growing up. Oh my god, the ones are fun. I think I played one snowboarding game, and I can't remember the name of it. But yeah. it was like, eh, I'd rather go try this in real life and huh. <laughs> yeah. not die so much. Maybe. Yeah. Did you ever play Amps? On Xbox 360, that no. was the, that was one of the snowboarding games that was fantastic. I think it was on a PS PS One. I think it was one of the, the one of the first snowboarding games. Yeah, so then probably wasn't any good. But I remember yeah. Amped on the 360 was like the last snowboarding game I ever played. Oh, I, and I played SSX, but it's the stupid, crazy ones that are fun. Mm-hmm. And that's where Tony Hawk was awesome when it was like, I'm going to be Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I really loved those games. Me too. I really enjoyed them. I hope that this one's good. Yeah. I have a hard time fun. with that stuff, getting that in sports games. Well, like, yeah, I can get the, I get the sports game stuff, but like, I could never get into the super technical, like, skate games. Mm-hmm. Like, skate, or I think it was one of the snowboarding games, like Sean White snowboarding, um, where it was like, you had to be the technical and stuff. I was terrible at those. But if it was like, let me do like 50,000 50, spins in the air. Yeah, and you know, I always just say the same about racing games. Is I like racing games like Mario Kart, where you like go boom and you blow up and then you're back again. Yeah. The ones that, it was like Formula One racing or something, where you're like, you'd scrape the guardrail and then you had to go into the pits and like change it. <laughs> you you're like, oh my God, this is like painful. That, you didn't like that Need for Speed game I lent you. And that falls what not game into, you lent me? I lent you Need for Speed like when we first started the show i bought that game you did actually the you're right one. Mm-hmm. yeah i still no. have it and it's did terrible you? i never traded in I yeah think the only race i lent it to somebody I got into really yeah. heavily was gran turismo we bought that and my cousin came over and we played it for like a week like every minute of right. a day for a week we we could have probably got jobs at like tuning cars after <laughs> playing this game why didn't you like it though because you said that that game's not realistic in any way shape or form no it was just honestly it just didn't grab me i just got bored with the whole like chasing cops thing and cops chasing you and all like you know i like racing where it's just racing on a track i don't like you know trying to pretend you to play some story it's funny that you say like chasing cops and stuff like that it just reminded me my niece gets on my playstation and she's playing the crew oh yeah the crew and she's constantly looking for the police so she can bump <laughs> them and then run away from them <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world to watch yep. i don't one of the good things about need for speed though is being able to switch into that like first person view that was absolute insanity. Like I could only keep it on the road for like maybe ten seconds. I'm gonna play the new one when it comes out. I think it comes out like in October, but I'm gonna get it because it looks 
super pretty. And I like Need for Speed games because they're not realistic at all. Yeah, yeah. And no, this has I, FMV I just didn't videos. grab me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nothing, it wasn't bad. It just really just didn't grab me enough to want to play it more. I just like that they keep upping the level. Every race car game someone puts out, someone else is like, I got to do graphics even better than this. So it's pretty yep. much like Forza. Forza yeah. is like, we're now working on rain physics. And like mm-hmm. for people who like racing games, that stuff is like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's like for us yeah. with FPS is. It's right. like, look how pretty this gun looks. Exactly. Yeah. But racing games are very, very serious business. Oh, yeah. But not for me. I just okay. like to be able to hit stuff and then like, you know, like in real life, you crash and then you go boing and you're back again. <laughs> right? That's what probably, happens. Uh, I mean, you would probably love the burnout games. But they don't I, make I those anymore. I never played those. Uh, yeah. I think I had burnout, a demo of one on like burnout PS2 two, or something. Burnout 2 was the first like real like real and i use quotation marks here mm-hmm. you know real racing game that i've ever played before but it was awesome because like you could be driving and you crash into stuff and then you would choose to explode your car and like try and take out other vehicles with your explosion oh that sounds and then exactly you could just re- like my kind of then game then you would just rewind time and come back to the race like that that was awesome did you ever try driving with the one of the actual car controllers like the little steering wheel thing oh no. god no i used to play mario kart with that with the wii one it was awesome I tried it once and I was just like, I can't, oh, I, I can't loved do it. it. I loved it so much. It's the only way I like to play Mario Kart now. With the wheel? Yes, I love it. It's so <laughs> much fun. And I would like jump controls. around the room. Yeah, it was great. That's I loved it. Like when you pull up, you know, when you wanted to jump, you'd like pull the wheel in the air. The last time I remember playing Mario Kart, I remember bumping you off the track many times. <laughs> Probably. I was terrible at the new one. I was surprised at how bad I was. N64, I Mario Kart and the N64, I was like the queen. I'm so freaking good at that game. Know, and the new one. Ugh. I, got oh, my yeah. si- I got my 64. I'll go pick up <gasps> oh, the cartridge for it. We're and so doing that. We'll bring it over. I got a couple controllers. So I think I got two that. or three controllers. I got to oh, take them yeah. Over. Do you remember that ghost track? Mm-hmm. Like with the, it was like on the boards. Yes. I loved that track so much. I don't this, is, this is going to happen. Bowser's Castle. My fave. Oh, we're definitely doing this. All right. Retro game night. Yep. I'm I already playing got Bomberman I'm, held out too. I'm playing Bubble Bobble sometime soon. That's all I know. Now I you have, can get on the Wii, can't you? I know, I can get it on the Wii U. I've just been waiting because I, I, I played that game with Johnny and or Mike um, like to f- com- to completion like 50 times. And so I've been like, it's been like two or three years since we beat that game. We should go back and beat it again. I don't know why we have such a love for that one game, but we do. It's just nostalgia, right? Yeah. I talked about it before. One of my favorite old ones was Micro Machines. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. Oh my God, racing around the bathtub or on the table, like jumping forks and sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So much fun. I want to go back to some of those old games. That reminded me of the, um, what is that? The one with the, the plastic soldiers. Uh, toy soldiers, not toy soldiers. Um, uh, war. Oh, I know what you're, t- uh, army, army men. Yeah. Army, army men? men. Yeah. Right. They would have things like that where you'd be on like a desk and you'd be fighting. Exactly. Like a war it's on a so desk. cool. I love those games. You play anything else, Bobby? Oh, that's pretty much it. It's so Arc and 26. A lot of time on Arc. Yeah. I don't see you on ever. I just, oh, it's so much fun. I know it's, it's a dick game. game. It's very addicting. And the stories of just listening to people like run into things that they're not supposed to run into can't be better. <laughs> we had a very funny question on Twitter. From yeah, Johnny. That's what I'm doing. It's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up the questions. We had a, actually we had a couple of good ones. Uh, so let's start with the first one I saw. I'm going back to it. Uh, Mark Gateman, who's at Distrait. How do you guys feel about the future of indie games? Are they here to stay? Yes. I am more confident in them than at any point in the past. Yeah. Like after, you know, I mean... <laughs> Again, it's kind of a fine line. Like it's a music. The actual definition of indie games is very, you know, gray. It's now, yeah, it's becoming very loose. Yeah. But some of the smaller games, you know, like uh, like you were saying about Axiom Verge, Limbo. Yep. Like all these, you know, I mean, 
helpful. Wait. What? Did you play any more Journey? No. Don't get on my case about that. Seriously, can you go play Journey? I will at some point. Once I finish The Witcher. <laughs> i got to get The Witcher done and then I'll go play that. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll finish Bloodborne as well this week. <laughs> I, you're never finishing that game, Jackie. <laughs> let's, so let's, let's co-op it because i got to start it. <laughs> All right, good idea. But yeah, uh... Journey, like a journey is a great yeah. example of an indie game. And right. The Unfinished Swan. I mean, yes. There's been so many good games that have come out in the last couple of years. Race of the Sun. Yeah. And again, in the gray area, but things like uh, Child of Light and Valiant Hearts, you know, not mm-hmm. technically indie, they, they Ubisoft, but, you know, smaller Small studio. Studios, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, come out definitely like just download only, smaller games. So definitely, I think the future is very, very bright for independent developers right now. Yeah, they're not going any indie games aren't going anywhere because if you look at if you look at the landscape of games now, um, that middle tier of studio um, where you would get your games, like you know, not AAA games, but like I guess like AA ones where you get your THQs, mm-hmm. studios mm-hmm. like that. You know, those games don't exist anymore. Right. You know, it's either your game is a massive, huge AAA game or it's something smaller and it's being released as like a downloadable thing. Yeah. But, you know, you're not really getting those those games in the middle anymore. Like a game, right. like the, the type of game that I'm talking about would be something like, um, what was the game we saw Bobby at, at Gamescom? The one, um, not, the one where Philadelphia is being overrun uh, by the opposing force. Uh, I want to keep. I, I keep wanting to say Spec Ops the line, and no. it's not. I know it's God, not Spec Ops. Um, why can't I remember the name of that game right now? You are the worst at remembering names. I really am the worst at remembering <laughs> yeah. names. I know what he's talking about, <laughs> but I'll look. I'll look it up in yeah. a second. What? Um, I think also the way that the gaming world is going is actually helping yeah. these because now they don't have to worry about packaging and they don't have to worry about getting the discs done and getting them out in stores and distribution deals and you know all of these games can go out and and download only is yep. a completely valid way of putting out a game now yeah, and it's that's, encouraged that's what I like about it too as long as they do it right like if they give you a noticeable like you save like you know five or six bucks on the game yeah. versus, you know, just the same price for a digital. I don't like some of the big games do that. Like you buy a digital copy for $60 or you can get the whole hard copy for $60. It's yeah. like, oh, well, why wouldn't I do the hard copy? Right, exactly. But, you know, also with the independent games, you know, a lot of them, they're not going to be $60. Oh, yeah. They're going to be $20 games, 15 13 And it means that for a smaller amount of money, you can go pick up that game. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's not going to be like The Witcher or Skyrim where you're going to spend 200 hours in this world. Mm. But when you get a fantastic story, great visuals, I feel like, you know, 12, 10, 12 hours for 20 bucks, you can't beat that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've definitely like, I really feel like it's one of those things that's here to stay and the gaming world is encouraging its development right now. I'm constantly being surprised by what comes out. Like every time I look now, it's, it's, you see like an update every week or two on PlayStation. It's like three or four indie games just out of the blue. Exactly. And that's consoles. Yeah. You know, not to mention PC. Yeah. Steam's got a lot of stuff going on with indie stuff. Steam has a lot of indie games. Exactly. Homefront: The Revolution. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Could not figure out that <laughs> type of game, but like that's the type of game that I was talking about. Was like those mid-tier games don't really exist anymore, and that's why seeing Homefront was kind of cool. I mean, whether that game is going to be great or not, I don't know, but it's just nice to see something that's not going to have like a huge AAA, you know, splash it on the billboards in Times Square type presence. Like, and it's just like, hey, this game might be good, it might not be good, but like. You know, it's it's worth checking out. Look at Submerged. Yeah. Yes, I mean, Submerged is a cool indie. It's like, an indie game. It looks really good. I mean, everything I've been seeing about it lately, everyone's yeah. been giving positive reviews. I, for, I mean, I, it's weird, but I've been gravitating. I mean, a couple of months ago, we had that question was like, if you could 
only play indies or AAA games, which way would you go? And I'm pretty sure that I chose indies, but because like I, I like the smaller experiences now, and that's what's scaring me off The Witcher. Hang because... on, you know what? Give me a minute. I'm gonna go back and check whether you said that or not. Because okay. <laughs> you got it in your text messages, right? Maybe. Because I said that to you like last week, oh, right? Oh, shut up. It was, it was Move that on. Reason. Okay, great. <sighs> <laughs> but like this i like the smaller experiences I, I like being able to like complete a game like everybody's gone to the rapture you know yes in in a couple in, of evenings right yeah like six six mm-hmm. seven hours and like the game's done and i, I can move on to something else like yeah. you know steve months ago talked about thomas was alone and the new game uh from mike bethel who created that um volume came out yesterday on tuesday oh, sweet i have to look that mm-hmm. up i love yeah. thomas was alone yeah it's a it's like a completely different type game it's like a modern day robin hood stealth metal gear game mm. it looks pretty interesting um so yeah like never indies, alone Just never alone one. yeah indies are not going anywhere yeah. they're here for the long haul and Absolutely. I, I think and that, they're growing yeah and i think that's that's better for all of us. Yeah, between indies and some of the Kickstarter games, you're starting to see stuff yeah. that's coming up. That's they're getting budgets that are getting but close really, to what AAA it encourages, games are. It encourages um, more diversity because yeah. all the people that wouldn't necessarily be able to get a job in a big studio to get their voice out there, mm-hmm. there's other avenues they can pursue to you know have their artistic say in the gaming world. Yeah, plus and, a lot of the indies are a little more looser with their things. Like you can have a little more control over what you're doing versus the companies controlling exactly. what you're doing. Exactly. So it's, it's a fantastic thing nowadays. You mentioned Child of Light before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually had a question about that exact game from Michael Zadro, who is at M Zadro. And have you guys ever played Child of Light? Uh, and if so, I'd love your thoughts on it or if it was covered on an older podcast, what episode? Um, and I know that we did talk about Child of Light. We definitely did. I deal. talked about it quite a few times, um, especially on the Game of the Year stuff. Yes, we right? did talk about it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually went back and looked back in the feed. So yeah. uh, May 1st, 2014 was the first, like one of the first time it was mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then like a couple of weeks later, um, it was, ma- I, I, I know like in those from that date forward for a few weeks oh, we yeah, were we all talking about, about Child yeah. of Light. That's a fantastic game. I think just to recap, like I personally loved it. The art style is like playing, it's like having a watercolor painting by a master brought to life. It's absolutely wonderful. The way it flows, the way it looks. Um, it's really fantastically reminiscent of all the older uh, like Final Fantasy games with the, you know, it's turn-based combat. Um, it's a little more active than the older games. Okay. Um, but it doesn't. It really doesn't take long to master how to do it. It's very easy to figure out how to do it. The story is a wonderful fairy, literally a fairy tale. It really is, hmm. you know, the sleeping princess and the evil stepmother and the, you know, it's it's absolutely wonderful game. I definitely recommend it. I agree with Jackie. I liked that game a lot. Bobby, you ever play it? I have not. Oh, you got to play that game. I will be picking it up though. It does sound pretty good. Yeah, it's, it, it's a it's turn based turn based RPG. Yeah, but it's kind of simp- on. It's... Yeah, it's simpler. It's on the lighter side. Okay. The skill trees are very very simple and easy. The like the upgrades are called like oculi. You can you know it's put them on certain weapons, certain attributes, but it's all, it's like the bigger games you're used to, mm-hmm. but just a little more simplified. Okay. So it's very, very good. Bad Knee Guru, who is at Bad Knee Guru? Uh, oh, I've, I've always read this wrong. It is Bad Knee Groon, not Bad Knee Guru. I don't know why. I always said it's it that way. up people as he yeah. goes. I've got used to Sorry. it now. Uh, have you ever broken a controller before? Oh. Accidentally mm-hmm. or rage? Oh, my worst one was it was kind of partially rage. I didn't mean to throw it, but it slipped out my hand, so I did throw it. It was my wave bird, my like wireless GameCube controller. (laughs) And I loved that thing because at the time they weren't that common. You Uh, know, GameCube was always plugged in. 
So having this, like, you know, you had to plug the little box in and make sure it was on the right channel mm-hmm. and the controller match. And I loved this thing. And one day I just got angry and I was like, oh, and like shook it and then let go and threw it across the room and it never worked again. <laughs> I was so upset. I still have it. I kept it. Like I still have it in the drawer because I couldn't bear to throw it out because I love <laughs> that thing so much. So that was my worst one. Bob X. Oh, I've had a couple of PS3 controllers spiked into the ground. <laughs> Literally spiked. Literally. GameStop <laughs> loves me because I go over there and I'm just buying controllers. I've broken a lot of controllers. I got so angry at Project Gotham Racing, and this is why I don't play racing games, that I was sitting sitting on this old ottoman that I used to have playing. And I think Eric was in the room. Eric and Mike might have been in the room. Mm-hmm. And I crashed into this one wall over and over again. And I got up, picked up the ottoman I was sitting on, threw it down on top of the controller. Yep. <laughs> and it broke. Oh, dear. That's that's rage right there. Hulk. Yeah. Hulk and he does right get there. very angry, right? If you notice this. I think mm. we need to send him to, like, anger therapy. You're just lessons. saying that because I told Mark I was going to break his kneecaps during Rocket League. See? He did. He gets very angry at Mark during Rocket League, who actually is incredibly it's obnoxious. It's a legitimate reason. Yeah, it's incredibly obnoxious. Like, he scores every single goal and then feels the need to make sure everyone knows that he scored every single goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very bad. But uh, still, Justin, you need to address your anger issues. One day. Okay. Let me let me ask this, this great question, though, from Lost With Purpose. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to read the original tweet first because it's <laughs> oh, great. This is going to be good. Yes. Any thoughts about playing sexual games before the first particularly metal gear solid sounds good and i read that and was just like yeah i was very very confused by that question. what are you talking about johnny that's and like then, you know snake when he wears the the uh, speedo you ever seen that no, no i'm totally kidding by the way <laughs> that never happens uh he meant to say um <laughs> any thoughts about playing sequel games before the first and the yes. reason he brought that up was because metal gear looks good he's never played any of those before but I loved the response from Nick Bailey, who's at Zach Unique. Uh, he says, I play Metal Gear without pants. Does that fill both quotas? <laughs> oh, yeah, it should. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh my game. goodness. So how do we answer that? Well, Is this where I bring up unicorn sex again? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Repeatedly. Sure. Because we haven't brought that up enough. Uh, I think it depends on the game about playing a sequel before playing the original game. Uh, I'm going to just throw myself out on a limb and say does not matter with metal gear because if you had played them all i don't know if you'd know the whole story from what i understand of those games just little little pokes back but for the most part i think you'll be okay because the story of metal gear is kind of crazy right and Mm -hmm. again i think on all counts like there's very few games where they're going to bring out a sequel that will require you to have played the first one because they want everyone to buy it yeah Yeah. i mean you know the best example is the witcher 3 which actually wasn't The Witcher 3. It's Witcher The Wild Hunt for that exact reason, that they didn't want people to be put off by the previous two being very, very lore-heavy. They wanted everyone to buy this game regardless. And for the most part, there's a couple of confusing backstories that I don't get from not having played them. But for the most part, they want you to go in and play these games. So I don't think you ever really lose out that much from not having played the earlier games. Yeah, That's my opinion anyway. Yeah, I mean, for Metal Gear, Johnny, if you're interested in playing it, it's uh, worth I it. would definitely just go go play it. Oh, speaking of Metal Gear, now you just reminded me of how I broke one of my controllers. I think it's Metal Gear, I think it was the second one, the third one. You fight a villain in there. He's called Psycho Mantis, and he literally 
takes control of your controller and reverses the buttons and does all <laughs> kinds of wacky stuff. He'll read your, if you have a memory card in there, he reads your memory card and really? he tells you what games you've played and he openly mocks you about it. You never heard, awesome. You've never heard of that? No, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He, he beat me cut a few times when I slammed my controller Actually down. made you angry like oh, pers- yeah. on a personal level. Yeah, on a personal level. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> that's great. So yeah. I would definitely go ahead and play that. I mean, certain games like the Mass Effect stuff, I would play the first game first. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. when you when you start getting into those later games, but like Uncharted is a game like we talked about that you could skip the first game and probably yeah. be totally fine. But for- and also like to be fair, at this day and age, if you're really that concerned about missing the backstory, but you don't want to have to put however many hours into the previous game, Google it. Yeah, there's a Wikipedia page that'll tell you everything you need to know. But Johnny, you would probably like Metal Gear. It looks like your type of game, so I would definitely play it. I think I have, if you have a PS3, I think I still got most of the Metal Gears. You should have them. I think I don't have the first one. Bob, anymore. you put my PS3 in the oven, and I've been too afraid to turn it back yeah. on. Yeah, it worked, didn't it? It did work. Yeah, it, that's I, right. I forgot what game I was playing. Bacon oh, it was PlayStation. The, it, it was The Walking Dead. I wanted to finish that season. I didn't want to have to start it all over. I was like, we're going to try this. I don't know if it's going to work, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, that <laughs> was a fun story coming on and being like, yeah, my buddy put my PlayStation in the oven, and it works. <laughs> My house totally smelled like burning electronics doing this. I probably got like <laughs> 10 levels of cancer. But Justin got to finish his game. It's like, that's the important thing, right? As long as Justin's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it works for me. Yeah, huh? I mean, I got to finish The Walking Dead. Yes. All right, that's going to do it for us. Before we get out of here, let's do some housekeeping. Okay. Do you want me to do it? Because you always forget. You say talking comics every time. Not every time. Yeah. All right. Let's, I've put it in your head now, so let's hear it. We are talking underscore games. You can find us at talkingcomicbooks.com. Uh, you could email us at talkinggamespc at gmail.com. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. Any feedback goes to the, the email as well. The aforementioned talkingcomicbooks.com has a plethora of podcasts for you at Talking Comics, at the underscore misfits, at Movies Talking, and at Talking Valiant. Uh, you can follow the special edition feed for comics and coffee. Jackie, what is your personal Twitter account? At Jackie Turner, J-C-Q-U-I. Bob? At Melfesto, M-E-L-F-E-S-T-O. I am at Jaroak, J-O-R-O-A-K. All right, guys. That's going to do it for us this week. Everybody get on Twitter. Reach out to Jackie. Tell her to go finish Bloodborne. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>